Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. This is the Weekly Outlook. Thanks for joining us at XM.com. I'm Cristina Marujos. With me today is Senior Investment Analyst Mario Sechikiriakos. Mario's a new stage has been set for markets. The war in Ukraine is still raging, fueling inflationary pressures and causing disruptions in supply chains, while major central banks around the world are raising interest rates. Now, this week is jam-packed with economic data, which are likely to mirror this. Let's start by having a look at China. It's releasing its GDP figures for quarter one, along with retail sales and other data. All forecasts, though, point to a slowdown amid draconian lockdowns in Shanghai and other major cities. How could this data set affect markets? Hello, Christina. I think we're going to get relatively disappointing data, or at least that's what leading indicators suggest. If you take a look at uh, PMI business surveys, they create they, they fell off a cliff, uh, they fell below the 50 level, which signals a contraction in economic activity. Um, and I think the upcoming data set is going to reflect all of that. So it essentially comes down to this. Chinese authorities are trying to stop a variant that is virtually unstoppable. And they've inflicted serious economic damage in the process. Now, on Monday, we're going to get uh, a series of data all of the data for March are expected to signal a dramatic slowdown, especially retail sales. Retail sales are a, are a proxy for demand in the economy, and that is expected to have come to a standstill almost. Now, GDP growth is expected to have held up better, but that is a little bit misleading because in March, we saw an implosion in imports in, in China. When imports fall, that's positive for GDP given how GDP is calculated. It's a negative development in the reality, but uh, you know, given the, the GDP calculation, it shows up as a positive uh, for economic growth. Now, all in all, I think we're going to get some uh, disappointing numbers. If that happens, it will be bad news for risk sentiment the market. So perhaps we see stock markets, for example, take a small hit. But more importantly, I would expect uh, commodity currencies like the Australian dollar to, to, come, under, to come under pressure. Uh, why is that? Obviously, Australia has a very close trading relationship with China. And at the moment, the markets are pricing in eight rate increases by the Reserve Bank of Australia for this year. That's quite optimistic. So if we do, if we see any hints of negative spillovers from China, you could see some of those bets for rate increases being dialed back. Remains to be seen. We'll keep uh, on top of this story. Let's cross into Europe now, Marius. All economic indicators lately point to a significant slowdown in the eurozone economy. One could even suggest the area is flirting with a recession. PMI business surveys for April are out on Friday. How could this affect the euro, especially when we still have the second round of the French presidential election lingering? Well, it's a similar situation. So the eurozone economy is losing steam. Think of the European consumer. They've had to face a spike in energy and food prices. Now, those are necessities, so you have to buy them. At the same time, your wages haven't gone up, so that means your the, the, the money you have to spend on everything else has, has decreased. So 
That I think is going to hit consumption and ultimately it's going to hit economic growth in Europe. And the other angle is uh, China. So Europe exports a lot to China. And since China is slowing down and it's not importing so much, that means European exports are also going to come under pressure. So a double hit, let's say, uh, for European economic growth. Now, all of this has not been reflected in uh, economic data yet. We've seen a lot of the softer indicators, consumer sentiment surveys and some business surveys. Those have started to roll over, but the hard data have held up so far. I think that's going to change with the PMIs. So the forecasts, uh, the economists expect the PMIs are going to decline very slightly. And the story is that, yes, you know, the war in Ukraine is, uh, is negative development, but at the same time, we've seen uh, COVID measures in Europe being rolled back, and that might have offset the, the heat a little bit. That's what happened last month, and everyone expects that to play out this time. I think that's a mistake. I think the forecasts are over-optimistic, and I think we are likely to see um, the weakness in the softer indicators being reflected in the PMIs. Therefore, I'm looking for a disappointment in European PMIs. As for the debate, uh, the polls are very close. Macron is at 53% right now, and Le Pen is at 47%. That's almost within the margin of error. It's a very tight race, which means the debate could make a difference in swaying undecided voters. As far as the euro is concerned, the overall picture is still negative and I, I believe that any rallies are going to remain shallow until the outlook for growth improves. And of course, that's unlikely to happen until we see a ceasefire in Ukraine. And Marius, before I let you go, is there anything else on the economic calendar investors should keep an eye out this week? Definitely. So we are going to get uh, PMIs uh, from America, from the United Kingdom as well, and we're going to get inflation data from Canada and Japan. Now, I would pay special attention to the Japanese data. Usually the yen doesn't react to this, but the yen has collapsed so much lately that if we start seeing inflation moving higher towards 2%, that might be a saving grace. So obviously the outlook is negative, but if we get some, if we see Japanese inflation finally firing up a little bit, that could slow down at least the, the pace of depreciation in the yen. Marius, thank you for joining me today. This was the Weekly Outlook here at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.